I'm sitting here with Don James. What a privilege to meet you. Well, thank you. I'm enjoying it. Thank you for coming in. Uh, we're going to talk about the Knowledge Bowl, Don. Yes. You said I could call you by your first name. You may indeed, yes. Okay. Uh, in that case, I will. All right. <laughs> uh, the Knowledge Bowl, which took place a few weeks ago now, right. by the time this is on the air, right. as I call it, um, what went on there? Give me a little history about Knowledge Bowl, because I don't know a lot about them. All right. Well, Knowledge Bowl here in Colorado started in the 1970s, and it's an academic competition. It usually takes place in person. However, this year we've had to go virtual, as has most of the world. <laughs> uh, but uh, in person, you have uh, three different teams of up to four members per team, and they are um, asked a variety of questions over random topics from the academic uh, core curriculum to current events to sports to language. There's all sorts of uh, questions and they have to see who can come up with the answer the quickest, buzz in. Then they have the opportunity to answer. If they get it right, they get a point. How like a, a spelling bee is it? Um, well, it, there's the timed part of it that would be different than the than the spelling bee. Uh, once you once the question is read, um, the teams only have 15 seconds in which to buzz. To answer it. They have, they as, have 15 a, as a team. As a team, yeah, they buzz as a team, um, but then they they cannot confer with each other. Um, oh. So there might be two or three students on the team who each buzz who think they know it. But then they have another 15 seconds once they've been called on. They have 15 seconds to say, well, I have a good guess. I don't uh, really have a clue. I'm pretty sure I know it. And then uh, they decide which of those four are going to answer. If they're correct, they get the point. And our Eads High School team. Yes. How did they do? Our, our uh, varsity team wound up placing, uh, they found, actually wound up sixth. They tied for fifth and, and lost the tiebreaker. Um, they've been doing really well all year long, placing uh, fairly high in all the meets we'd in which we'd participated. They wound up going into the state meet in second place. So yeah. they were a little, I think, a little disappointed with themselves, but they did an excellent job um, this, learning this new technology, this new way of doing things. Dawn, this is a small town yes. with a small school. <laughs> And yeah. uh, not expected no, to do as well as, say, all. Pueblo or exactly. Colorado no. Springs or someplace. No, the, uh, they were, yeah, second in the in the 1A division, but but still, yeah, they oh, they, really uh, they, they really showed yeah. showed their stuff. We and they called them teams. Yes. Which made me want to ask, who's the quarterback? <laughs> but no, 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 no. That's that's the point in right. this program today. Right. We want to talk about something other. Right. And the basketball team right. or the football team. We want to talk about something that has to do with education. Exactly. And and that's what we're doing right yeah. now. And and I I was told even ahead of uh, coming here, mm -hmm. and and before I talked with you, that uh, the town was very proud of uh, of what they've done, in the knowledge bowl. Well, they should be. Um, these these kids have really worked hard. I mean, this is something that we have. Uh, usually have weekly practices, and they they kind of do some outside reading. I mean, it's not just things that come naturally to them, although some of it is. But I mean, some some students really take this very seriously. This is their activity, kind of. Like this just, is their yeah, place to shine. This is their football game. Yes, it is. It is team. their place to shine, and they I have they deserve uh, to be recognized for it. I have quite a few grandchildren. Right. Um, as far as I know, none of them 
have been in a knowledge bowl. So it isn't uh, doesn't prolifer proliferate all over the place. Oh no, is it? no, it it's uh, got its own little niche, but yeah, but we we are it's a growing thing. It really is. Uh, we're actually this year kind of beginning to discuss the possibility of having a national competition. So oh yeah, I'm. Uh, the co-coach, uh, Sue Fox, co-coaches uh, with me and our team here, and we are both on the state knowledgeable board. And the state board has uh, been having some conversations with uh, Washington State and Minnesota. They have the same similar knowledgeable format to what we have. And since we're doing it virtually anyway, we thought, why not try to do a national competition, starting out with at least those three states and then possibly growing from there and, and getting Virtually, in. it would be relatively oh, yeah. easy, wouldn't it? I yeah. mean, to, to get it going. Right. And we right. know, of course, who would win this thing. Well, we think uh, we would. <laughs> <laughs> so back home then, yes. when you're working with the team mm -hmm. or teams, you have more than one team here, right? We do. And we so do. when you're working with them, how do you, how do you test them? Well, we have... Um, Practice questions, questions from you know previous years. Since um, Sue and I have both been involved in Knowledgeable for years and years, we have a large stockpile of questions from from previous years, and so we throw out some practice questions. Uh, sometimes we will do um, take a particular piece of literature, a poem or something, and read through that. Um, Jabberwocky is, <laughs> is one that uh, tends to be. To have questions asked about it because it has that random language in there. Um, so we kind of read so through some of those sorts of things. What, what is a typical question? Um, let's see. There's, or is there a typical there question? There really isn't because it because it varies so much. There can be questions on um, one of the questions from the from the state knowledgeable had to do with um, what was the surname of the the uh, family in the story Pride and Prejudice. First of all, they'd have to know what a surname was. There is that, and they would have to know <laughs> Pride and Prejudice, and then what the what the name was. I've thrown out the word surname to people, <laughs> grown-up folks, and they say, right. the what? Yeah. <clears throat> or there'll surname. be there'll be math <laughs> equations, which you know some of them are difficult to do in a, in that fifteen second. Oh, not time for me, frame. please. <laughs> <laughs> and science. Um, chemistry questions or, or history questions. I mean, there's really no one type of question. I, I recently saw, excuse me, I, no. I recently saw Trey Gowdy, mm -hmm. who's um, a former congressman from South Carolina. Okay. And he was on television, and he was honoring his school teachers. And he said, I wanted to thank Mrs. So-and-so who taught me in English and so-and-so who taught me in geography and Mrs. So-and-so, who tried to teach me in math, <laughs> and then tried to teach me in math again, and then and went on with that. But that's kind of my story as I well. I sympathize with Mr. Gowdy quite well. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> math was not my forte not, either. Not mine, yeah. not mine. So, uh, But I had a lot of other places that I was interested in, and, so, and students in, today mm -hmm. have uh, niches. Yes. But... Perhaps not like we did. I mean, we were talking about the, the uh, computerized mm -hmm. generation right. that we live in. It's not where I grew up. No. <laughs> I mean, it's, and it isn't where I live today. I just have to go along with it. But uh, uh, 
there are those who grew up in it. Mm -hmm. We have one sitting in this room with us right, right now. Uh, as, as Caleb Lane is mm -hmm. here, who helps us get on. I call it getting on the air. You see how antiquated that I am. I understand how you speak. It's okay. It's a, it's a <laughs> podcast that people say, have asked me this morning. Mm -hmm. Someone asked me, what is a podcast? And I said, it, well, it's uh, it's sort of, well, it. Uh, I don't have the slightest idea, <laughs> but, we're, but we're doing them. Yes. So that's what really matters. That is. It is. Well, uh, the, the guys and gals that must have been uh, on this team, mm -hmm. Uh, must be very happy with it, though. Although I know they they wanted to do better, that right. we always do. Yeah. Now these uh, we have this core group of four seniors that was our varsity team this year, and they have participated since they were in middle school. Oh. They have they have been on our teams and have just kind of grown up with it. And uh, they each they each do kind of have their own little little specialty, um, but they know how to work well together and because make it mesh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because they have, you know, they've known each other for years, so they kind of know which sorts of questions this particular student will answer, or which ones they'll look to this other student, you know, okay, this is a... Uh, That's her, his, yeah, yeah. hers. Yeah, um, you know, for example, Amber Kopaz is one, is one of our team members, so anytime there's a... Uh, question about horticulture, of course, <laughs> that yeah. they expect Amber to take that question. Uh, right, right. They all just kind of know which ones they they can rely on their fellow teammates to, to Can help. you, for the sake of this program, uh -huh. can you name the team members? Oh, I sure. know I didn't give you a break on that, but sure. uh, I'm sure you can. Oh, yes. Yeah, our, uh, our varsity squad was um, the seniors, as I mentioned, Molly Kelly, uh, Amber Kopaz, Joe Hazy, and Hatch Nelson. And then um, our our underclassmen got an opportunity to actually participate in the state knowledge bowl as well, um, because you need to have three teams per room. That's how it's set up in order to balance out the scores. And we had some teams um, that were not able to to participate due to COVID. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, and so the two of them said, "Yeah, we'll do it." So a two member team of a freshman. Uh, Rachel Kopaz and a sophomore of Maggie Hazy stepped in and and competed on the same level as their senior Wonderful. teammates. And had they been allowed to place, JV squads can't place at um, at state, but had they been allowed to place, their score would have put them in eighth place, just a few wow. places behind their their senior counterparts. So I was very proud of those young girls for looking for ahead stepping to the in. future here too, Don. Yes, huh? yes, yes. They they are going to be a strong core for our team next year. They really yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Let me turn a corner a little bit. Okay. Here. Let me, let me ask about Dawn. Okay. Uh, and your history. I know you're a native of this well, area or semi -native, nearby. Semi-native, yes. <laughs> uh, bring me up to date. Bring us up to date on where you've come from and what you're doing. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how far back you want me to go. but <laughs> um, I moved here when I was um, in elementary school. And from? So, uh, actually in Stratton. My, my okay. parents were from up north around the Stratton area. And we moved here when uh, my father got a position in the bank. And uh -huh. so I uh, went all through elementary school, middle school, high school, graduated from here, um, went off for college, and then uh, took a side, a side route. My husband and I got married when I was a sophomore in college. And 
I was able to stay home and raise my my four children. And then when my youngest started getting towards school age, I think my husband thought I needed some other occupation to keep myself busy. So I decided to go back to school and finish my my degree and started teaching um, in 2002. And I think you told me you, you actually grew up Mm-hmm. outside of town yes uh, on a yeah. ranch or a farm yeah we have a, uh, my husband and i have a, a cattle and horse ranch uh, out northwest of of town here and we, at, that was a great way uh, to raise my kids i think they, uh, you know i i pick up on that when mm-hmm. when we were yesterday uh at the ag uh appreciation day yes um just the the kids that, that i saw and spoke with uh, there's just something about that. For one thing, they were not at all shy to no. talk. I mean, they, they are used to uh, having to come out right. with your personality. Yeah. They're used to dealing with adults on an adult level. Exactly. Because a lot of these, what we would, in in the city, would be thought of as... as fragile little little children to be wrapped in bubble wrap are out doing hard hard labor. I mean they are out helping round oh. up cattle and and learning how to saddle their horse when the horse is twice as big as they are and it's just expected that you are willing to to help out and and so they are treated probably somewhat more adult than than their counterparts. And so they they tend to respond to that. And you see that in as they grow older, then yes. the, the the adults uh, that I met, mm-hmm. and and we've lived here only about a year and a half to two years. Um, meeting people is no problem. Right. Uh, they'll introduce themselves with that uh, look like I don't think I know you. That you know that. <laughs> That kind of thing. That's right. okay. I don't know you either. You know, it's, a, it's that way. Well, Dawn, thank you for coming in here and uh, on this afternoon and talking with us. It's been a pleasure to, to hear you talk about the Knowledge Bowl. Yes. And we'll look forward to uh, maybe doing that same thing next year. I hope so. And, and they'll be in another place. I hope so. That'd that be great. That would be wonderful. I, yeah, I, I appreciate you giving me the chance to give Knowledge Bowl a little bit of a chance to shine. Well, all these people that do pods, they'll know about this podcast and, and they'll be tuning in. <laughs> all right. Thank well, you so much. Thank you. Don James, thank you.